gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to my two cents podcast episode 60 which is entitled who would have guessed i'm your host g2 and before i get into the topics i'm about to read you off the national food days of the week today february 6th it is chopsticks day tomorrow february 7th it is fettuccine alfredo day after that february the 8th potatoes lovers day as well as molasses bar day day after that february 9th bagel day as well as pizza day february 10th Cream Cheese Brownie Day. February the 11th, Peppermint Patty Day. February 12th, we have Biscotti Day, as well as Plum Pudding Day. Now, with all that out of the way, I want to give some condolences to two individuals. The first individual, a Miss Chesley Christ. She was 30 years old. She was an attorney and a former Miss USA. She worked for Extra, the entertainment uh, television programming. Um... She had high-functioning depression. Nobody knew about this, not even her mother. And her mother talked about it on CNN. And, well, CNN picked it up, but her mother told Extra, but this whole thing is coming from CNN as it reads. Her mother told Extra that Chelsea led both a public and private life. In her private life, she was dealing with high-functioning depression, which she hid from everyone, including me, her closest confidant, until very shortly before her death while her life on this earth was short she was filled with many beautiful memories we miss her laugh her words of wisdom her sense of humor and mostly her hugs we miss all of it we miss all of her the statement went on to read she was a vital part of our family which makes this loss even more devastating and the other person that we i want to give condolences to is a walking dead actor moses j mosley um he, the cops said that he committed suicide, but now it's kind of being brought up. His family is saying that they believe that he was murdered, and this is coming from TMZ. Uh, the family of Walking Dead actor Moses J. Mosley does not think he committed suicide. They believe he was kidnapped and murdered. Moses' sister, Tara Kimbrough, told TMZ, everyone who was close to Moses knew he loved life, and she believes with all of her, all of her heart he was kidnapped and then killed three days later. We broke the story. Law enforcement sources told us Moses' body was found in Georgia Wednesday and cops were investigating his death as a possible suicide. But Moses' sister says he booked a, ta- booked a taping for the Monday before his body was found, but he never showed up. Something she says he never would do. She went on to say he loved where his career was heading and they were planning big things in the near future. Cops say they found Moses' body in his car with the doors locked, a gun in his lap, and a facial bullet wound. His sister says investigators told her the gun in question was one of hers. She says she and Moses liked to go to the gun range and that he had a license to carry. The family says cops told them they're looking at a possible foul play, and Henry County Police Captain Randy Lee tells TMZ it is being investigated as a possible suicide. However, detectives are following any and all available avenues and not ruling anything out. I just want to give condolences to these two uh, people because, again, they were both in their early 30s with uh, Chesley Chris being 30 years old and Moses being 31. 
that is still too young to be passing away. It ain't like you're 70. It ain't like you're 65 going into like your 70s. It ain't like that. You're still in your, you're about to just start hitting your prime. It's still fresh. It's still crazy to me. Again, I just talked to you guys last week um, about suicide and how people need to tell their people about it. And again, I still am on that. You need to tell your people about what you're thinking. You need to talk to them. You need to tell them because, again, not everybody can think what you're thinking, even though you might be close with someone. We don't know what's going on. I can say this for not experience, but I can say that just as being a person. We're all kind of are living our lives. We all are kind of trying to move our way throughout this whole planet, make ourselves uh, do what we got to do, whether it be get high in the job market or just be around for family or try to take care of what we can't take care of we only can control so much so if you have a friend or you have a family member that needs your help or you need to speak to them about what you're going through please speak to them because again it's hard to be on the outside looking in after the fact because you're going to wonder what could i've done why did they not tell me what did i not was i not compassionate enough was i not uh there for them like that what was it see that's the question that you're going to leave these people to be wondering whenever you decide to drift away so again if you feel that you have suicide tendencies please for the love of god call up your people talk to them and please uh just tell them what you're thinking but if you don't want to tell your people i will give you the uh, national suicide hotline like prevention lifeline the number is 1-800-273-8255 please for the love of god call them so people who can talk to you and they can at least stop you from thinking about doing something that's going to prevent people from seeing you and seeing your light bright in the biggest fashion that they can so again i want to wish condolences to these two people and their family because they're going through a hard time now, with that being said, I want to start off with Whoopi Goldberg. Now, if you haven't heard, ABC News has decided that they're suspending Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks after she was on uh, The View this week talking about the Holocaust. Now, I, this was brought to my attention that Whoopi Goldberg apparently said something along the lines that um, the Holocaust wasn't about race. It was about man's inhumanity against man and what brought all this about was and i'm reading this from uh cbsnews.com was that um goldberg made the comments during monday's episode of the talk show as she and the other hosts were discussing how the holocaust centered graphic novel moss was banned by a tennessee school board becoming just the latest on a lengthy list of banned books in the u.s as it goes further uh it says Personally, I'm shocked because given the story of Moss, I'm surprised that that's what made you uncomfortable. The fact that they were some nudity. It's about the Holocaust, the killing of 6 million people. As the hosts continue to discuss the banning of certain books, central race theory, and other hot-button educational issues, Goldberg circled back to the Holocaust. If you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it. Because of the Holocaust, because the Holocaust isn't about race, she said. The other hosts paused before appearing to start to counter her argument when Goldberg continued, it's not about race. It's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about, she said. When co-host 
Anna Navarro said the genocide was about white supremacy and going after Jews and gypsies and Roma. Goldbergs responded that it was two white groups of people. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're white or black because black, white, Jews, everybody. Now, after the Views episode on Monday, ABC News president Kim Goodwin said Tuesday in a statement, effective immediately, I am suspending Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks for her wrong and hurtful comments. While Whoopi has apologized, I've asked her to take time to reflect and learn about the impact of her comments. The entire ABC News organization stands in solidarity with our Jewish colleagues, friends, families, and communities. Now, that's what ABC News uh, president Kim Goldwyn had to say. And apparently the Jewish community got upset with that. Now, I'm not the brightest. I might not even be the most smartest man on this planet. But I do know certain things. Again, I told you I'm a jack of all trades. I'm a jack of all trades. I'm a master of none, which that means I will constantly break this to you every time is I know little bits and pieces here and there about every little thing, but I don't know the whole full scope of everything. So what I'm about to say is, and I want to preference this real simple and real easy. If you feel that I got something wrong, I want you to email me or talk to me. Okay. Now. Whoopi Goldberg, what she said was not wrong factually. I'm going to break this down to you real simple and real easy by doing just telling you this point blank. The Holocaust was about man versus man, man's inhumanity to man. It was not about race. Now, you might say to yourself, Gerald, it's the Jewish people going against uh, the people, the Nazis. Last time I checked... Being a Jewish person, that was a religious belief. Being a Jew is a religious belief, just like being a Christian or um, being Hebrew or um, if you're an atheist, you're an atheist or it's, it's a religious belief. It's something that you believe in, okay? And if you think I'm wrong, let me tell you how it's not a race thing and how it's not race, how Jewish is not a race. When you file uh, paperwork and they ask you, what race you are, let me tell you the boxes that you check off, that you could check off. They give you American Indian or Alaskan Native. That's one box you could check. They give you Asian. That's another box. They give you Black or African American. That's another box you could check off. They give you another box, Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islander. That's a box. And they give you a box, White. And they give you another box that says Other. And they also tell you that they give you a question before that, they ask you, are you Hispanic or Latin, Latino? Okay? They did not say, were you Jewish? Were you Christian? Were all this? No, that is a religious belief, ladies and gentlemen. Being Jewish is a religious belief. You can stop being Jewish. Easy. You can easily go away from all those religious beliefs that you have been taught and brought about throughout your entire life. That's what it is. Now, Let's break this down to simple terms for you. Holocaust. Holocaust was the Nazis going against the Jews because Hitler felt that he was better than the Jewish community. He thought that he was better than anybody that was Jewish. Now, that is man going against man. That is man in humanity to another man. Now, when you look at the preferences in Hollywood standards, 
because it shows you in every Hollywood movie, they show you in every television show that they have done with the Holocaust or anything of the bit. What do you see when you see the Holocaust? You see a white person going after another white person. You see a white Nazi going on going against a white Jewish person. You don't see black, you don't see Hispanic, you don't see none of that in these films or television or these reenactments. You don't see that. You see white going against white. That is literally white-on-white white violence. That is white-on-white white crime. That is two literal white groups going against each other. Well, technically, one white group going after another white group and killing a white group because of somebody's religious belief. Slavery was a race thing. That was literally white going against black. Segregation was literally white going against black. That was a race thing. Hell, even now, with crossing of the borders, that is still a race thing. People don't want Hispanics. People don't want them to come over into America. That is a race thing. The Holocaust was somebody not liking somebody because of their religious belief. Now, I want to list you off the groups of people that the Holocaust did affect. Because I'm looking at the Holocaust uh, encyclopedia of this, there's a legit thing for this, and it gives you the group of people that the Nazis put into concentration, concentration camps, or basically killed, and they give you the numbers, they have Jews, 6 million, Soviet citizens, around 7 million, Soviet prisoners of war, around 3 million, non-Jewish Polish citizens, 1.8 million, Serb citizens on the territory of Croatia, 312,000 people with disabilities living in institutions, up to 250,000. Roma, which are gypsies, around or between 250,000 and 500,000. Jehovah Witnesses, around 1,900. Repeat criminal offenders and so-called asocials, at least 70,000. German political opponents, undetermined. Homosexuals, hundreds, possibly thousands, possibly also counted in part under the 70,000 repeat criminal offenders and so-called asocials. Now, those were the people that the Nazis took out. Now, obviously, when we always think of the Holocaust, we always think of the Jewish community and the people that the Jewish people lost, which is a shame. We're not trying to say that the Holocaust was not a bad thing. That was not Whoopi's sentiment at all. What she was saying was, was that it was not about race, because anytime you think of race, it's always literally one skin color going against another skin color. We don't think of Jewish people being a race. We think of it being a religion, and in fact, it is a religion. That is not an opinion base. That is a legitimate fact. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a fact. Jewish, being a Jewish person is a religion. You can stop being a Jewish person. You can legit disembowel and take away being a Jew. You can do that. You don't want to celebrate any of the Jewish religions. You don't have to celebrate it. Just like if you don't want to be Christian, guess what? You don't have to be Christian. You can literally stop being a Christian. You can do all these things. Anything with anything doing with religion, you can stop doing. So I'm just trying to figure out why is it that people didn't understand what Whoopi was saying? I understand we're living in a world where people's first emotion is being upset about something that they don't understand or that they think that somebody got wrong. 
we get upset first. Obviously, that's always the first thing. But let's stop that. I'm not going to say let's stop it because obviously that's going to continue to happen. But after being upset, stop to think, okay, what are they not understanding? What do they not understand? Let me explain something to everybody that's not black. We constantly go through that on a daily-to-day basis. Do you not know how many times we have to hear if somebody is a black person, oh, you don't talk like the rest of them? Excuse me? That is a thing that we have to deal with. Our first sentiment might be being upset, but we have to understand, okay, they're, 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 they don't understand. We're all not the same. We're all not what you think we are. We hear things on a daily-to-day basis, which shouldn't be said on a daily-to-day basis, but we deal with it, and it is what it is. Now, people might say, Gerald, Whoopi was on a national syndicated broadcast show. She should know what she's saying because she gets paid mad money. She should know what's right to say and what's wrong to say. Don't they have legal and all this type of stuff? Yes, they have legal, but you got to remember, you're on a talk show. You have topics hitting you left and right, and certain people, they just straight up are unfiltered with their opinions. Whoopi just happened to be unfiltered with her opinion in that situation. And again, I could be wrong, so please, for the love of God, if you tell me, tell me, email me, give me something. Tell me, Joe, hey, you're missing this. This is how you're wrong. This is how Jewish is a race. Tell me something, because again, right now, I only can see Jewish being a legit religious belief. I'm not trying to be ignorant. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody. Because again, if you know me, you know that I'm never trying to be disrespectful to you unless I'm telling you point blank to your face. No, I meant that. I'm meant to be disrespectful to you. And again, I have no problem telling somebody if I'm meant to be disrespectful to people. I have no problem with that at all. But this, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to nobody. This is just my legit opinion. Whoopi got suspended for two weeks for nothing, for speaking her own opinion, for speaking what we all have been brought into being shown on television, shown in movies, shown in the history books. It's everything that we have been taught. And it goes right in line with it. What she said was what's been taught, was been shown when everything has been documented. So Whoopi got suspended off of people being upset again. You can be upset because, again, I, how who am I to tell you that you are you're you shouldn't be upset about somebody disrespecting you? Who am I? But what I think people should do is, okay, she got it wrong. Let me bring her in. Let me educate her. Let me tell her how she got it wrong and let us work with her. Matter of fact, let me get on the television with her and tell her, okay, this is how you got it wrong. Boom, 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 and break everything down to people. Because guess what? If Whoopi got it wrong. I dang sure got it wrong right now. But again, you're going to have to show me. You're going to have to talk to me. You're going to have to break it down to me to let me know how I got it wrong. Because if you don't, guess what? My mind's going to constantly think that, okay, being a Jew is not a race thing. It's about a belief, about a legitimate belief. And the Holocaust was about two white groups going at one another. Well, technically, one white group killing another white group because he didn't like them. That's all it was. It wasn't a race thing. It was about man's inhumanity to man, and that's what it was. And 
Whoopi Goldberg stands to lose $193,000. That's been reported that she could stand to lose by not being on The View for these two weeks. That's a nice hunk of change, bud. That is a nice hunk of change for somebody to be missing. Just for being on television, what, for about an hour every day from Monday through Friday? And then for, well, so that's 10 episodes she's missing. 193000 that's basically $19,300 every episode she's missing. That's a lot of money just to show up on television. First of all, that's a lot of money, just period. But my God, just to show up on television for an hour just to spill and talk about something, I would love to have that job. But that's something that Whoopi has, and Whoopi is upset right now. That's been reported. She's upset, and I'm not sure she's thinking about quitting. Whoopi, don't quit over this. Just take this, sit back, enjoy those two weeks, and just wait. Somebody in ABC might say, hey, we got, we're got a little bit too harsh. Shoot, somebody might be talking to you right now. Who am I? We'll have to see. But again, Whoopi Goldberg, what she said was not wrong. She was stating a legitimate fact. People got upset. Hey, it is what it is. And if you think I got it wrong, you can know where you can reach me at. My email is always in the in the description, and I'll give it to you at the end of the episode. Now, on to another topic I want to talk about, and it's basically me giving it up to somebody. I want to give it up to Tom Brady. Tom Brady is retiring after 22 seasons, which is basically 22 years of him playing in the NFL. And this is coming from uh, CNBC as it reads, Tom Brady retires as the highest earning NFL player of all time, and they break down, basically, they say it like this, the 44-year-old earned $292.9 million over his 22-season career between his salaries, bonuses, and other incentives, but not counting endorsements, so that tells you he probably got more than just $292.9 million. he got more than that if they're not counting endorsements, that, put him, that puts him firmly atop the list of the highest earning players in the history of the NFL. He is $23 million ahead of number two, Drew Brees, and also tops Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, and Aaron Rodgers. Ladies and gentlemen, doing something for 22 years and then deciding to retire is probably one of the hardest decisions that you probably have to make. It should be if you're an NFL player because, by God, you got banged up so much as you want to just now sit back and enjoy your life because, again, playing football, you are banging. You're, you are going against... Big men, you're going against dudes, and I mean, they be just straight up just swinging at each other. I mean, just clocking each other. We've seen people tear ligaments. We've seen people break bones. We've seen people have mag concussions. We've even seen people uh, straight up just get paralyzed on the field. We've seen these type of things, and now Tom Brady is able to walk out all on his two feet. He's able to walk out smiling. He's able just to walk and just to wave his hands to the crowd, and more or less, He's going to be chilling with his family. Um, I just also want to read this to you right here. Making Brady's record even more remarkable is the fact that he was taken with the 199th pick in the 2000 NFL draft, meaning he missed out on the lucrative signing bonuses that top draft picks received. In fact, Brady didn't even earn more than $1 million in a single season until 2002, which he received $3.8 million during his third season. Brady spent the first 20 years of his career with the New England Patriots, winning six Super Bowls before leaving the Tampa Bay, which he won the Super Bowl last year. So he's a seven-time Super Bowl winner. Again, I just want to give congratulations to Tom Brady. It's 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 a great thing because you know what? 
I heard Tom Brady was going to retire off of uh, Undisputed with Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip Bayless. I used to watch that a lot in 2018. I think this is whenever, like, the Ball brothers, like, Lonzo Ball was going into the NBA, and I just will always hear Shannon and uh, Skip debate about it. But they talked about how Tom Brady's camp, somebody leaked it out that he was going to retire, and they were upset that Tom Brady didn't get to announce it first. And then Tom Brady said, somebody from his camp said that that's not happening. His uh, wife said that they haven't heard about it. His father said he hasn't heard about it. Tom Brady even downplayed it, but then... Tom Brady comes out like this, like week saying that, yo, I'm done. So Tom Brady was still able to cre- do the narrative himself and still spin it his way. But it would have been great to hear from Tom Brady just first and foremost by himself. So that tells you right there, people in the future, people that are in college or people that are in businesses, know who is in your circle. So you don't tell the wrong person that's always going to be spilling your business out to the world. Because again, everybody would have loved to have first heard this from Tom Brady himself first, not hear it from somebody else in this camp, but that opportunity was squandered big time. Now, do you know how many people Tom Brady has played against? Tom Brady has played against Donovan McNabb. He's played against Terrell Owens. He's played against Chad Johnson. He's played against Chad, uh, Clay Matthews, Aaron Rodgers, both of the Peyton Manning boy, well, both of the Manning boys, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. He's played against uh, Drew Brees. He's played against Lamar Jackson. He's played against Patrick Mahomes. As a matter of fact, he beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Uh, he's played against um, some of the Michael Vick. He's played against, I believe he played even against Randy Moss, I believe. Maybe. I'm not sure. I think he did. I think I know Randy Moss was like on the Patriots at one point, so he played with him as well. But I think he played against him as well at one point, too. But Tom Brady has played against a lot of the great NFL legends that were able to walk off of the field before he did. And that, I just want to just let this be known too to a lot of people too. That is, a lot of that credit should go to the linemen that were guarding Tom Brady. Because if you don't have a great line in front of you that are preventing people from really knocking your head off, you are done You are complete done. Talk to an NFL quarterback that was done before Tom Brady didn't even reach the pinnacle like Tom Brady has. Talk to them and ask them how many of them wish they had a line like Tom Brady. How many of them wish they had a line that was able to protect their quarterback so they wouldn't get their head knocked off? Because again, these linemen, they are the legit, the centerfold. They are the shield that has to protect their quarterbacks. They're the ones that got to make the holes so the wide receivers can run through. They got to make all these type of plays. They are literally the make, or, make it or break it for football. Because if you don't have a defensive line or an offensive line, guess what? You're just seeing a game that with people that are just going to constantly be scoring. Back and forth, scoring, scoring, scoring. No, nobody wants to see that. People want to see a hard, struggling game. Yes, sometimes seeing two foot, uh, touchdowns back-to-back is great. But people want to see people get stopped. People want to see those hits. People want to see all these type of action going on. So, again, I want to give a lot of props to Tom Brady's linemen. His linemen throughout his years in New England and a lot of his linemen right now 
in the Buccaneers because you guys won't get nearly of enough credit as you guys should. But let me just tell you, as a man that used to play football in peewee football and even a small smidget trained in the middle school football arena, and it was a lineman, let me tell you something. You know what it is to be in lineman. You got to be the ones to make the plays. You got to be the ones to execute the plays. You got to be the ones just to be the guys to make sure things go right, to make sure things go open up, to make sure people don't get to your quarterback. Or if you're on the defense, you got to be the one to try to bust that uh, open and hit the wide receiver or hit the quarterback. It is what it is. But again, with all that being said, I wanted to give congratulations to Tom Brady. He's had a great career in NFL. I just want to know who's going to try to go after the Brady uh, legacy of trying to win more Super Bowls than Brady. Right now, people are already putting their bets onto Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes got a big old lucrative deal a couple of years ago. Patrick Mahomes could do it, but we just have to see uh, what's going to happen. But again, I don't know much about the inner workings of football of the NFL realm. I just know I watch it to see people get hit. And that's what I'm going to firmly enjoy. Also, sticking on to football here, we now know the two teams are going to be in the Super Bowl this upcoming, uh, well, next week, technically. Uh, the two teams will be in the Super Bowl will be the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. And this will be the uh, Rams seeking their second Super Bowl title. And this will be their first uh, Los Angeles-based team in their fifth appearance. They last won a Super Bowl in 1999 while they were based technically in St. Louis and they were in the Super Bowl in 2018. That was the last time they were in the Super Bowl. The Bengals will seek their first Super Bowl title in their third appearance. Their last appearance in the Super Bowl was in 1988. And this will be the Super Bowl's first time where they will not have a top three seed on either side going into the Super Bowl. So... Again, we're seeing history on the Super Bowl next Friday. Not next Friday, but next Sunday. And me personally, yes, I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to watch people uh, try to uh, just basically enjoy their labor, the fruits of their labor, if you will. You got to imagine how long it takes for all these big-time football players just to even make it into the NFL, they make it into the NFL, now they get on a team, now they got to find their way inside a team and do what they got to do, and now they got to work within that team with members or players that were probably there before them, and with that being said, now they got to go against teams of people that they have been watching probably since they were children or even teenagers. So I'm just looking at what it takes to be an NFL player. I I would have loved to play football in high school. I would have loved to play football in college, but my head is not the uh, greatest. And me be my me uh, knowing how hard I'll do on the field because I was rel- uh, relentless even as a small kid. I was always trying to tackle people. I was always trying to do what I could do for the team. I would follow the coach's instructions. And um, I know me personally, I would have had a whole lot of concussions. I would have had a whole lot of problems. And knowing what I know about concussions, I give a whole lot of these NFL players a lot of respect because, again, uh, we know what happens with concussions. People do uh, <laughs> they do nutty things. We've seen CTE. We know what CTE is. 
and there's uh, a lot of downsides to CTE. So again, I do want the football players to be safe. I want the NFL players to be safe this uh, upcoming week for their Super Bowl. I want both teams to please play football as meant to play, be played, but also please take your health into consideration because you guys don't want to uh, snap somebody off in that field. Like, I mean, like tear them off and break them off a piece. And then now that person's like mad injured. They're never going to be able to like physically recover from that or even mentally recover from that hit or whatever the case may be. Now you will be looked at by the league as somebody that did that to somebody and you'll be having a stain on your reputation. So again, it's not old school Lawrence Taylor style where even on the blind side, that's the whole thing for it. They give you a whole montage at the beginning of how Lawrence Taylor made his position one of the greatest positions to have and one of the most important positions to have after he did a move and basically injured a player. Lawrence Taylor was, he was synonymous for that. And till to this day, people will still will talk about that exact play. I just want people to still be safe. I want people to be careful. We know about CTE. We know about concussions. So NFL players, please be safe out there. And even college football players, because right now you guys are, uh, it's recruitment time. People out here being recruited. People are um, looking at high school prospects. People are looking at people who we can take in. Please be safe. Please be careful. Because again, football is only one hub hike and then one snap off wrong move and then you're done. And Tom Brady was able to get out as he needed to be. Be like Tom. For the love of God, if you're a quarterback, please be like Tom. Treat your lineman right and uh, you'll be right. If you don't treat your lineman right, I guarantee your lineman is going to change up on you and you're going to get sacked a lot to be uh, to let that be shown a message to everybody else. Anyway, again, I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl for football, see who's going to get, see who's going to win the trophy, see who's going to win everything. But I'm more excited, more specifically on the halftime, to be honest with you, for the Dr. Dre, uh, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar, specifically for Kendrick, because I have a feeling that Kendrick's going to use this as a rollout for his uh, album that's going to be coming out. I'm not sure if his, I don't know, I'm not sure if he, if he has an album coming out soon or not but i'm just saying as a person looking on this is the perfect time for kendrick to uh drop an album since he's going to be on the super bowl and why not use the super bowl to basically heighten up your newest project why not kendrick hasn't dropped a new project since 2017 and that 17 project was entitled damn so it's been 18 19 20 21 22 Five years. Sorry, I had to count it off, but five years. It's been five years since Kendrick Lamar has dropped an album. He's been doing a couple of features for certain people here and there, but other than that, he hasn't dropped the whole album. So if I was Kendrick, I would say I would use the Super Bowl as a uh, thing for to heighten and bring some awareness to my uh, newest album that I'm going to be producing. Now, well, all that being said, I want to also give congratulations to another couple. I want to give congratulations to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky for announcing to everyone that they are expecting a child. Um, earlier this week on 
um, Instagram. They had ASAP Rocky and Rihanna somewhere in New York City where Rihanna exposed her stomach and she was letting everybody know that, hey, she's pregnant. And again, I want to just say congrats. And that's that's crazy. I'm going to say this right now to you. That, that's crazy. The reason I'm saying that's crazy is that who would have thought ASAP Rocky would be the one to get the job done of t- just taking Rihanna, being the one to bring Rihanna happiness and impregnate Rihanna. I know that sounds so weird to say it like that, but just, just hear me out here. Rihanna was once with Chris Brown. We know how that ended out, but they showed a documentary and in Chris Brown's documentary, he talked about how him and Rihanna were both at the time. They were both volatile to one another. They would hit each other. They would do all these things back and forth. So now looking at the photos of Rihanna like that, I can see what happened. I can kind of place what happened back in the time. Everybody wanted to cancel Chris Brown, which at the time you did. You could have did that because no man should be putting their hands on a female. But when you hear about how their relationship was in the Chris Brown documentary, you can understand like, okay, they were both immature people putting their hands on one another, which again, men and women do not put your hands on one another. Don't do that. Is not going to lead to a great standing relationship. Physical abuse does not lead to a great relationship. Just want to throw that out there to you again to you. So please keep your hands to yourself. So we know about that relationship going down in flames. Next relationship that we technically kind of always heard a little bit about was Drake and Rihanna. Drake would always pine after Rihanna. And we saw them like even dancing up on certain music videos. And they have a romantic history from time to time, but whatever. But yeah, just seeing that she's now with Rocky, I think they've been going... I think they've been dating for about a year or two now. And now, ta-da, they have a baby on the way. It's just weird. Who would have thought ASAP Rocky would be the guy? And it's not me hating, because personally, hey, Rihanna was always a... Rihanna's a cute-looking girl, but I just never ever had her on my bucket list of, okay, that's a woman that, okay, like, that's the end-all, be-all woman. Like, you know how women will hear, like, oh, my God, Beyonce this and that, or they put Beyonce and Rihanna on that both high pedestal as well as Hollywood put Kim Kardashian like on that high pedestal I just never had Rihanna like being that for me I've here heard about hip-hop guys same with Rihanna guys in the NBA guys in the sports line I mean people just out there just liking Rihanna cool I've always seen her as a cool chick but never be like oh my god I got a pine after her. that's just never been my style but again it's not him me here to tear down on Rihanna never that I'm not here very here to tear down on any person. I just want to give big ups to both Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. More ASAP Rocky because Rihanna could have had any man in the world. That's a fact. But just ASAP Rocky being the guy and him being him. That's just nuts. It's crazy, but in a good way, it brings a smile to my face. Because what this shows men out here in this world, whether people want to admit it or not, if she is, if you think she's out of your league, she is not. You just got to be, you just got to impress her. And how do you do it? You be yourself. You shoot your shot. You see if that works. If not, hey, she wasn't for you. And if you, if it gives a little bit of traction, guess what? Continue on. Apply the pressure. Keep going for it. Because once you let go of that pressure, guess what? You're losing steam. You don't ever want to lose steam as a man trying to pursue a woman. 
don't ever lose steam because guess what? It's hard to pick back up on that steam for certain individuals. Certain individuals, it's real easy to pick back up on that steam. But always keep your foot on the gas. Always constantly persist. And I guarantee you that's what ASAP Rocky did with Rihanna. And they're here now with the baby on the way. Again, congratulations. But here's where the funny news kicks in. It was reported. And apparently somebody tweeted it out. A juice box uh, artist. That's where you can reach him at on Twitter. Tweeted at uh, Drake unfollowed both ASAP Rocky and Rihanna on Instagram just after announcing that they're having a baby. That tells you how petty Drake is. Now, Drake might just be hurt, and he's in his feelings, which, if he's in his feelings, yeah, cool, okay, we gotta let the boy be in his feelings. I mean, he does call himself the boy. He doesn't call himself the man, and it's not me trying to take shots at Drake because I like his music. That's cool and all, but I think you shouldn't have unfollowed Rihanna nor uh, ASAP for this. I think that was a boy move of you, not a man move. You should have just said a clapping emoji under her there. Uh post of that that's all you could have just done you don't have to get in your feelings yes are you upset because that's the woman that you've been pining after for all these years every award show every uh yeah award show that you're at where you or her are at you always say something about rihanna and you're talking about how much you like her and how much you and her this and that yeah cool fine we've all as a dude i've been there from time to time. I've been in that situation where I was pining after a chick, and I mean constantly pining after him, but it just never was meant to be. I know how that feels. I know how that uh sinking uh gut feeling feels whenever the one that you want just doesn't want you. I know how that feels. Drake's gonna be feeling that right now, but he feels it on a different level because he's the biggest artist in the world. Well, yeah, biggest artist in the world, and he's feeling that the woman that he was pining after for years. Just didn't choose him. He feels salty in a way. And uh, I just wish Drake would just take it on the chin. It's hard, but take it on the chin. Leave a clapping emoji. Congratulations. And that's all you had to do, Drake. You didn't have to unfollow both of them. This just basically gives credence to everybody saying that you are the king of in your feelings. And uh, that's all I got to say for that. But again, I just want to end that on a congratulations to both ASAP Rocky and Rihanna again for bringing in a uh, bundle of life. You're going to be doing that as a couple. Congratulations to both of you. Now, the final topic. I mentioned to you guys last week that I was going to talk about Valentine's Day because we're one more week away from Valentine's Day. I'm here to talk to more of the men. Or, matter of fact, I'm just here to talk about anybody because this goes and this goes in line with anybody. If you have somebody that you are in a relationship with, and you've either been married to them for so long, or you've been in a relationship for them so long, and you're... I just want you guys to know that Valentine's Day is one more week away. If you have not given them anything for Valentine's Day, please, please look for something, because by God, the doomsday clock is counting. You are literally eight days away from doomsday. Eight days away. Valentine's Day falls on February the 14th. I will be telling you guys again, literally next episode on Sunday, that you are one more day away from Doomsday if you haven't figured something out yet. By that time, I hope to God you have. But right now, I'm just going to read you off a couple of list of items that you could just probably be banking on to give somebody, just in case. There, right now, a Build-A-Bear Workshop that's a heart box, romantic gift box. 
Uh, it's a rose studded bear with heart box on it. I mean, there's candles in it. There's a limited time special women, one in the one tenth carat uh, diamond uh, necklace, diamond sterling, genuine diamond sterling at JCPenney. I'm just throwing you guys something right now. There's a garnet teardrop pendant, uh, 14 carat rose gold, $485. That is angria.com. Uh, Zales has a 115th diamond tilted double heart outline pendant in sterling silver. That's Zales for $89.99, basically $90, which probably going to round up to probably like 100 with taxes. I mean, there is so many things you can get for your, your loved one if they are into those type of things. But if they aren't, I want you guys to ask them point blank. Hey, what do you want for Valentine's Day? Some people might say, Gerald, that's tacky. You shouldn't do that. Certain people, hey, listen, if you've been together for so long, you've gotten them everything under the sun. Sometimes it's real hard to think of doing something for them on Valentine's Day because you're thinking, okay, I've given them this. I've given them that. I've given them everything. What, how, what more can I do? Well, take them out on a date. And you might say, Gerald, that's everybody's going to be booked up. Well, guess what? You better start trying to find reservations right now. Find something. You got to do something. And if not, hey, find a meal that you could make at home and make it for them on that very special day. Because if you don't cook for them, if you're not the type that cooks for somebody, show them that. Show them that, hey, I could cook and I could do this. I could do that. Make them this dinner because then guess what? You are showing them that, hey, I'm able to get out of my comfort zone for you on this special day and mean you can enjoy what I've created. Just show stepping out of your comfort zone, cooking something for somebody. Guess what? That shows them that you love them. That just shows them something. Again, if you don't know what to get them, you can ask them or you can start booking reservations or always you can go with good old faithful flowers. I will always go with the flower method. That should be a staple in Valentine's Day. Always get your uh, loved one some flowers and look for something. Chocolate, bears, uh, jewelry, um, a vacation, uh, a reservation to a hotel or a restaurant or both. And then, or you guys could just relive a memory that you guys had before you guys became parents. You guys could take a drive down and go to a uh, local deli shop that you guys used to go to or go see a movie that you guys used to see or you guys saw whenever you guys were dating at the time. Or there's a lot of things you guys could do, but it takes a creative mind to think of ideas for Valentine's Day gifts and Valentine's Day planning. So, again, fellas and ladies, because ladies, this is not just leaning on the fellas as well. You guys, or it is Valentine's Day, and I understand the deal is that a man's always supposed to get their woman some on a Valentine's Day. I understand that wholeheartedly. I do. But I'm telling you, with it being equality time now, and people are so preaching equality, I guarantee you, if you want equality, guess what? You got to also be able to give something to your man, too, on Valentine's Day. You have to give them something, some type of gift, or give them some type of reservation, or give them something, too. Because Valentine's Day isn't just going to be give, give, give. It should be give and take on Valentine's Day. That's what it should be. So, again, give and take. Men, give something to your lady. 
That's what you're always going to do with Valentine's Day. Please do that because if she ends up having something for you on Valentine's Day, you have nothing for her. It is a rightful doomsday. You should get cussed out and yelled at and slapped up. And not, I'm not saying slapped up. Take that back. Because again, I, I don't advertise hitting somebody. I do not advertise that. You're going to get yelled up and you're going to get you're going to have your person be disappointed in you and is rightfully so because it's Valentine's Day. You should have them something. So again, have something for them on Valentine's Day so they can have a great Valentine's Day. And ladies, please do not be posting things up on Valentine's Day. Let that be a special moment for you and your person. Let that be a special time for you and your person. You don't have to start taking like photos of it and send it up on Instagram or send it up on Facebook, on Twitter, because let me tell you what you're doing. You are competing with other women. That's essentially what you're doing. You're competing and saying, look what my man got me or look what my female got me. Because if you're into a lesbian relationship, I'm never just trying to say man and woman, female, because we are in 2022. People can love who they love. <laughs> look what my person got me. You're saying my person got me this. And sometimes people might just be like, Gerald, I'm just trying to show gratitude to my person. Certain people, no, they're trying to stun on them. They're trying to stun on people and say, look what my person got. You guys don't got this. Ha ha, blah, blah, blah. Listen, and that can create competition saying, look what this person got. You couldn't get me this. And this makes people feel worthless. I don't want people to feel that way because then I could be leading down a different way of depression. I believe Valentine's Day should be a special day for a couple to celebrate with each other saying that they love each other, saying they're happy to be around each other. You don't have to do and spray that out up on Instagram that day. You don't have to do that. You can just keep that in-house. Keep that between you two and let you two know what you two did. You don't have to let the whole world know. It's just between you two because that's exactly what Valentine's Day is. It's between two people that love each other. Now, again, Doomsday, eight days and counting. Please have something for your person so they will not get upset with you. February 14th, Valentine's Day, or a.k.a. Doomsday for the people that don't have something for their people. Now, before I get you guys out of here, I want to say I want to say thank you all. I want to say thank you because this week I finally broke the 1,000 downloads on Podbean. I've broken the 1,000 downloads, and it's thanks to you guys. You guys have been there with me from... Uh, to 2021 and well January 2021 because I consider that like where I really started it says I started in December of 2020 like the later years like the legit last two weeks of December but I do fully say that I started in January 2021 because that's when I started like really getting topics and talking about certain situations here and there but with all of it being said I want to thank you for helping me break that 1,000 download. So now I can start hopefully just going into other ventures. And what I mean by ventures, I'm going to try to hopefully try to get some promotional deals. I'm going to try. If anything, I'm going to put a whole lot of like time and effort into it. Like I would, like I tried earlier, like before everything even got to like 200 downloads. I tried to get some sponsorship deals. And it just wouldn't work. They say, uh, try again whenever you got uh, some fans listening to you and you got, like, downloads. It didn't say, like, how many downloads. It just said whenever you got this and that, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm going to really just start trying to, like, really push into, like, getting some people to sponsor the podcast. So when I get money, I can also 
be sponsored by somebody so that I could give you guys some uh uh what is it called? It's called uh uh discount codes because I've seen a lot of podcasts do that. They go and say, okay, they have ads on their podcast and like, well, we're sponsored by this brand and type in blah 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 at the discount for discount twenty percent off or whatever. I'm trying to get that. That's what I'm working my way up to. So I can spread the wealth along with the view, uh, listeners that have helped me out. That's what I'm trying to do. And also, I'm trying to just spread myself out to a bigger, uh, bigger, bigger people. Just like make the bro- make the podcast just uh, be spread out to the world. Because I believe that uh, one guy's voice and one guy's opinion can help change a lot of individuals, a lot of people's minds and what a lot of people think. And me doing this every Sunday, I've had fun doing this. And also my Saturday episodes, me just recapping professional wrestling. I've had fun doing that. It's it's fun. I, I enjoy it. And I want to continue doing this. And I want to add along special guests whenever I have them. I want to do that. I want to be able to talk to people because I like having conversations with people about topics, about certain things I probably don't know things about or even things I do know about and just educating people on it. And... I enjoy this. That's just the biggest thing. I enjoy doing this, and I just want to say thank you to everybody that got me past the 1,000 download uh, threshold. So hopefully by the end of this year, I we're going to make it past the 2,000, and hopefully even the 3,000, hopefully. But we shall see as uh, this whole venture goes on. Because remember, I'm still new to this, but I think my topics that I've been talking about, I think my opinions can help a lot of people. Now, with all that being said, let me get you guys out of here. You can reach me at on Twitter. You can find me at My2Podcast. Instagram, My2CentsPodcastG2. And my email. My email is My2CentsPod at Yahoo.com. Again, if you feel that I've said something wrong, if you feel that I don't have all the information correct, please inform me. Please email me. Please. And if you feel that you need somebody to talk to, again, please do not transition out of this earth without talking to somebody so you can, they can get you on the right path to get you back in the right headspace please if you need somebody to talk to I, my email is here I am here I check my email religiously every single day and again nobody took me up on that offer so again my email is always open uh, I want to thank Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Podbean Amazon Music and Audible Again, these stations have allowed me to say what I wanted to say. They allowed me to be who I am. They could have easily took me off because I feel that people probably have a problem with me, but they don't like email it to me, and I they just probably waiting for it to bubble up to a point where I make it so big that they're gonna start trying to rip me off and like tear me down. But hey, I have a feeling that with the podcast episodes that are on each one of these uh, stations, I believe that people are able to. To listen to him and say like nah he's good he's he's had he's not saying nothing wrong he's not trying to be disrespectful so i just again want to thank all these uh podcast stations and with that all being said always remember i love you i love you all i thank you for listening this has been My Two Cents Podcast, presented by G2. He is I, and I am him. This isn't goodbye. This is until you hear this sweet-sounding voice again. And with all that being said, please have a great Sunday. Please have a great week. Please be safe on these roads. These roads are uh, these roads are dangerous roads. Please, again, be safe on here. Please just uh, 
be safe. And with all that being said, oh yeah, please be nice to one another because we don't know what somebody's dealing with. You don't know what somebody is, uh, whether it be emotional or mental or physical, you don't know what somebody's dealing with. So please just be kind. You don't have to be a douche about it. Just you can be courteous to people. Now, with all that being said, Kanye, can you please take these people home? I'm tired, you tired, uh -huh. Jesus wept.